Welcome to Are We Pretty, a podcast dedicated to highlighting all things drag. I'm Emily Duchesne. And this is Miami Rose. Whether you're a fan of drag or a full-time entertainer, this is the podcast for you. Each episode is cram-packed with drag news, exclusive interviews, and a weekly topic that'll leave you gagging for more. This week, we chat about spooky drag with Heather O. Sexual. Plus, we zoom and bloom the looks from the War of the Roses All-Stars reveal video. So get ready to get into it. This is... Holy Holy Poor Day! Yes, Dobby is a free elf. (laughs) Yes, Dobby. I don't know what lines are, but I... (laughs) Well, um, hi, Annalie. How are you? Girl, I am, I'm fine. Um, I might sound a little different today. And, um, you know, I don't want to reveal too much because of HIPAA. Um, I hear she's a bitch. Um, But what I will say is that I basically have overestimated the power of my thrussy. And um, that, that's all I'm willing to say. But I'm great. I mean, as are- one does. As one yeah. does. As one does. As a bad bee. Um, how are you doing? I, You know, I'm great. I've just been doing my thing. It's been an eventful week of me sewing a costume. One costume. It took me a whole <laughs> week to do it. Um, it's still not done. Yeah, just living my best life, doing the things, doing all the drag stuff, and just vibing, you know? How gorgeous. Yeah, I um update from last week. I have mostly finished that dress that I definitely took a month hiatus from. I've been sending everybody Snapchats and pictures. I'm getting really good reviews. I cannot wait to let the world see my dress that I made. What do you what do you think about it so far? You know, I'm actually here's the thing. When it comes to sewing, it's not an easy task, especially for no. someone who's new to it. Yeah. I've been sewing now for years. I've been, I've, been, I've been making things poorly in drag since I started. Um, and I've convinced myself that I can do it. The thing with you is you haven't really ever tackled the art of sewing until recently. So um, I'm honestly really shook by the quality of this outfit. It looks really good on video. I'm curious to see what it looks yeah. like in person, especially yeah. flipped inside out. I would love to see the seams. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> wow. The point... It is to see the outside, not the inside. Um, and the inside will always be a secret. Um, yeah, you know, we actually had a show on Monday together. Um, it was at the Lamplighter Lounge with Honey Blunt. We were celebrating the age of Aquarius. How did you feel about the show? Oh, the soundboard didn't work. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. Oh, one more day. Yeah, get into it. I thought the show was amazing. I thought it was great. I had so much fun. Honey Blunt is a force to be reckoned with in the Memphis scene. So fucking funny. And honestly, everyone there is a little bit unhinged. So I felt right at home. Honestly, it, I had so much fun. I've been having a lot of fun backstage lately. But um, the Lamplighter Lounge was really, really fun. It was me, you, Honey... Uh, Ariella Davinki was there. Uh, Shiklina was there. Um, Mary Gagdalen was hosting. She wasn't performing, but she was there. Um, and it was just, it was really, really fun. Am I missing anyone? If I am, stop being forgettable. 
Um, but it, it was a really, really fun show. I had a blast. Yeah, it was fun. Speaking of fun, we are going to go ahead and jump into this next segment. Now, for those of you that don't know, we usually do a weekly recap of all things War of the Roses. We've been on a hiatus for a minute. War of the Roses has not been happening, but it is coming back. We are doing All Stars, and we thought it would be really fun to doom and bloom the looks from the reveal video for War of the Roses. Are you excited to get into this little reveal video moment? I've basically been preparing all my life for this exact moment. So let's go. Let's get into it. Yeah, I'll get into it. This is the War of the Roses cast reveal video moment review. 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 Annalie Duchet and Miami Rose here. Our top story of the night is the War of the Roses all-star cast reveal. Let's get into it. Did yeah, that I was actually it? an improvement from last week. God, Thank last you. week was uh, gutter boots. <laughs> Thank you. I think it's because um, of the, you know, my throat is going through some stuff, but maybe it makes me sound better. Yeah, maybe all newscasters just have herpes, like you. <laughs> well, speaking of herpes, let's jump into these looks i am so excited for this this is gonna be so much fun um keep in mind all these looks are really good so we might not have very much negative to say um but i think we should just jump into it are you are you ready yeah let's go first uh let's talk about the video itself Um, Uh, i want to know what did you think about the theme of the video do you like the idea of it did you like the story the concept what were your thoughts um, first of all, I'm just really glad that there is a video. I think any opportunities there can be for something to go viral or just for there to be something to share, something to really pique people's interest before this thing even happens is just really exciting. And it makes it feel like a really grand moment and a really grand event. So I love the fact that there's just even a video. And then the quality of the video was just so good. The animations, the cards, the music. Um, it, it was a really, really well put together video. And whoever made it, hats to hats off to them. Um, they're really good at video editing. Yeah, I have a feeling we might be having the person who made it on the pod at this very moment. Um, and to that person, whoever you are, I would just like to say you popped your pussy once again. Um, and we we live. And it wasn't Annalie, by the way. Um, it was like- okay, speaking of Annalie, let's jump into this cast. We're not actually going to start with you, though. We are going to no. start with your cast sister, Miss Patty O. Furniture. Now, first of all, let's just let's dissect the look. So she has on this beautiful red uh, little sculpted red wavy moment, super cute. She looks gorgeous in the face. I love the makeup that she's rocking. Love the little pink outfit moment. She's pointing at the camera. She's saying, I'm here, I'm ready. And the background image is really cute too. I like the way this photo is edited. She looks like she's straight out of like the matrix. Uh, with the background, so I'm I'm really loving this this picture. It is a balloon for me. What do you think? 
yeah, I think this is a quintessential Patty. I do love this wig, though. Um, I feel like she tends to wear a little bit shorter, curlier wigs. So this wig is a very nice kind of departure from what I normally see Patty in. And this look is very, very cute. I love pink. And yeah, um, some exclusive tea. I actually helped Patty edit this photo. She told me colors that she loved and things that she liked and I ended up finding this little background for her. But um, yeah, it is a blue. You better work patio furniture. Yeah, we love it. Um, speaking of loving things, the next diva from season one of War of the Roses is Miss Tiffany Minks. Now, Tiffany is rocking this cowgirl moment. I love her aesthetic being so like Western and just yeehaw vibes. I really like this photo. I love the pose. I, I really like the outfit. Honestly, it is a bloom for me. I just, I love Tiffany. So talented. Yeah, <laughs> this picture is everything. I love the white belt. I love this, this garment she has with the pattern. Her boobs are so huge. Her nipples are busting out of at the seams. Um, it's really, really great. Um, and yeah, she looks great. I love this background. This is quintessential Tiffany Minx, and I cannot wait to compete against her. Oh, yeah. it's a bloom. It's a bloom. It's a bloom. It's a bloom. Speaking of blooms, the next diva from season two of War of the Roses is Annalie Duchet. You are rocking this little rose moment. I love the background, first of all. It's the first thing that catches my eye is this beautiful rose background. You said, bitch, this is War of the Roses, and I am rocking the roses today. I love this outfit, too. It's very cute. It's black on black on black on black. And you have this little moment around your neck showing some pink, bringing some color into the look. The hair is right. The outfit is right. The pose is right. You look great. You look gorgeous. It's a bloom. Yeah, I am trying to see this without knowing it's me. So I'm doing my best. I love the background, I think. Um, I know I, I really want to brand myself as a rose. And I think that'll be very clear on the first episode. Like when people think of roses, I need them to think Annalie. And so that background was very much intentional. I also really love the color pink. And so I really wanted pops of color here and there. And um, here's some more exclusive tea. This wig I'm wearing is such a powerhouse that on Monday, Miami Rose, she had to wear my wig to bring her look together because uh, I mean, my fashion is just, it's untouchable. So um, I just need everybody to know that. Thank you. This is a bloom. It's harmful, dangerous, gross, disgusting, and should never be promoted. If, yeah, honestly, I love this wig. It's it's super cute. It looks, I think it looks better on you than it does on me, but honestly, it's a vibe. We love this look. It's a bloom. Good for you. Who was next? So all the way from the top two of season two, my beautiful sister, Miss Honey Blunt. This look she has on is very white witch. The background, she's in, like in the sky flying on her broom with the moon behind her. This is a very, very fun picture, a very fun way to introduce yourself as an all-star of War of the Roses. This look and this image is a total bloom for me. You better work, honey. Yeah, this is a complete bloom. Really nothing negative to say at all about this look. I think it's very well branded for who Honey is. She is the witch of the wax, as everyone knows. So I feel like 
this is giving exactly what it needs to give. I love the white. It's very cute. Um, the hat is everything. The makeup is everything. There's like so a little cool. marijuana hat. Yeah. Yeah. She is uh, flying high. Uh, it's a it's a complete bloom for me, honey. You did great. Next up, all the way from season two, is our other sister, La Mixie, who is serving us. I actually don't really know. I think she she might be giving us grape, um, but this look is very very interesting. She's got this purple pink pattern situation happening. These big beautiful red lips really interesting little background i think this is very very fun so i'm gonna go ahead and bloom this it's gonna work let me see yeah this is a bloom i immediately it, it gives me like i dream of genie a little bit it's giving me um it's giving me some very interesting vibes it's it, i will admit the background is just a little too close to the outfit for me it makes it blend in just a little too much i think i would have liked a little bit more of a juxtaposition between the look and the background just to make her stand out a little bit but i will say the outfit is so well done and uh the background is so cute that i'm not even that mad at it so it's definitely a bloom for me and i think Lamixie has grown so much in her fashion and in her drag in general i'm yeah. just so excited to see what she does like it's gonna be wild i'm expecting some crazy performances and i can't wait to get into it it's gonna be great um next up to the stage uh let me tell you how much i hate this next bitch i can't stand her because she's so perfect and um, all the way coming from the top four of season two, it's Miss Zoe Adams, who is giving us this beautiful, gorgeous, like sexy moment. She is in these undergarments with like this fur coat in her arm. She's giving us this beautiful pose. She is catching the light in all the right places in this picture. I think this is a balloon. You better work, Zoe. I hate you. I hate you. Yeah, the thing about Zoe is that she's always going to be body yaddy yaddy. She's going to be tits out. She's going to be coiffed in the hair, gorgeous. Um, and this is no exception to that. She looks amazing. She looks beautiful. I'm forever jealous of her ability to look beautiful and to have a ton of fucking talent. If anyone has ever right. seen Zoe perform live, you would know she kills it every single time. So this is a complete bloom for me. Take us away with season three. Oh, you want me? <laughs> Yay! Yeah. It okay. wasn't clear that you were doing season one, I'm two and you're three. That wasn't clear. Okay, yeah, I see the math behind it. Um, <laughs> speaking of blooms, this next diva is coming straight out of the gate, blooming away. Her name is Julia Jolay Times, and let me tell you right now, this look is the ticket. Now, for anyone that doesn't know, she wore this for her season during the avant-garde look and literally blew us all away. I think she had perfect tins across the board for her runway. It was amazing. It was so good. And I would argue this is probably the best look to ever touch the War of the Roses stage of all time. Um, so I'm excited to see if she can elevate even more and, and bring more of that sort of fashion to the War of the Roses stage. I'm super excited to see. Yeah, if anyone couldn't tell, it's a fucking blue. It's a power blue. Yeah. Um, 
real quick exclude i look i have all the exclusive news now because i am a part of the cast so i know things uh this was not the original picture that julia was gonna go with she um had this other picture where it's like very pride very rainbow but i'm really glad that she went with this one because i love the colors of the turquoise and the purples uh juxtaposed with this black flower moment she has and her boobs look so good this picture is disgustingly gorgeous um it is a boom and honestly here's the thing for me um and not to like shit on anybody else's fashions but for me julia has had some of the strongest looks and right now she for me is one of the like one of the bars that i want to try and meet because honestly she brings the fashion the looks in ways that i just can't fathom yeah so i agree uh, yeah it's a bloom for me speaking of fashions this next diva is coming in looking absolutely fashionable absolutely gorgeous her name is luna luella and let's just dive into this look so we love a pride moment we were just talking about julia's changing and i wonder if this had anything to do with that because she's also rocking a pride moment i love the blue hair i think this is so like cunty and cute i love a chicken wig moment so this little short hair is doing everything for me um love the little dress we don't get to see a lot of it because it is a close-up but from what i can tell it's very well constructed very well made i love this look i think luna looks gorgeous too her makeup is stamped she's gonna be one to watch because she has um you know she won her first episode on her season and blew literally everyone away we talked about julia being the fashion moment in her season luna was like a wild card because at the beginning i really didn't know what to expect and then she came out with one of the best performances we've ever seen on war of the roses so i'm curious to see what she's going to do this season and uh from what i can tell it's going to be great she looks great she uh really turned this promo out this is a blip for me yeah, this is a 100% bloom, another exclusive moment. I am just here with all of the tea. Um, this is another photo that I helped edit, so thank you. But um, yeah, she looks gorgeous. I love this blue wig. I love the earrings. I love the way she's posing her hand on her shoulder with this. Uh, it, she just looks very, very beautiful and very poised and strong. And to your point, yeah. She is another one who, for me, has set a bar for comedic performances. Like, that performance was so strong. And I didn't even see it in person. I just saw it on YouTube. And it still is one of the most memorable moments of war that I have. Um, and it was virtual. So it was a fucking powerhouse performance. And i um, also very excited to be competing against this bitch. It's a bloom. Yeah, it's a plume. Um, speaking of competing, this next diva is coming back with a vengeance. Her name is Mary Jane Gagdalen. And here's the thing about this look. She looks like a GTA stripper that got turned into a vampire in the streets of Rome. I fucking live for this look. She looks so cool. I love the red. It is giving like ready to battle. And I love it. It's a complete blimp for me. What do you think? Yeah, I love the look for Mary. Um, this Her body looks correct. Um, this is another one that I helped edit. Uh, she gave me some really good ideas and I just kind of put them together. Um, but this is a very, very strong look. I think red always 
to me immediately brings out ideas of like power and passion and fierceness. So I love that she chose to go red here and she looks fucking good. She looks lit. You better work, Mary. This is a blend. Who, I wanna know out of these nine looks, which one is the one for you? Okay, so I think it's very clear that I, I think Jalea's um, is the top bloom for me. And I will say that without, I'm really trying to not be biased. I would say that I like my promo second. So thank you. Uh, but the top bloom for me is definitely going to be Julia. I think this is this is such a, an amazing look and I, I just can't. The colors are good. She stands out so well. The lighting is really nice. This is great. What about you? I think that the look that really like tells me exactly who this person is, what I should be on the lookout for is uh, Honey Blunt. I really, I really enjoyed this look. I think that the image is edited to perfection. She looks amazing. And, uh, and yeah, also special shout out to Julia and you as well. I think that y'all three definitely had the best three promos of, of all the girls. I, I definitely agree with that. Is there anything that you're super like excited for for this first episode, which is premiering on February 25th at 10 p.m. at Atomic Rose in Memphis, Tennessee? Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what everyone does. I'm excited to see how people are going to elevate from their season two All-Stars, especially because I feel like, you know, the season three girls have not really had a lot of time to transition between their season and All-Stars. The season one girls started pre-pandemic. Right. So I'm really excited to see how much they've grown since the beginning of our season. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be fierce. Um, really quick, before we jump out of... Well, no, we can jump out of this. Um, but before we get into the break and all that stuff, I want to take a special moment to um, promote Miss Miami Rose, who is very soon going to be traveling all the way to Florida to compete in the National Miss Comedy Queen competition. Did, am I saying that title right? I don't know. Either way, here's what you need to know. If you want to help support Miami, the best thing you can do is share her shit. Um, there's also a GoFundMe that is linked in the description of this episode. It's also been shared on social media. If you can't donate, the very least thing that maybe you could do is just share the GoFundMe. Uh, that way we can help Miami get to nationals and to be able to be funded to do whatever she needs to do to win. She's huge, but she's so beautiful. She's a mammoth, of course. And she has blonde hair. Thank you so much for that shout out. Um, we love a little shout out moment. And uh, thank you to anyone who's listening who has already donated or supported or just honestly messaged me and told me that I'm doing a good job. It means a fuck ton to hear that from everyone. And I love you all so much. Um, even if you can't directly donate, I just appreciate some kind words. Speaking of kind words, we are going to go to break and talk about our lovely sponsors. And when we come back, we are going to be diving into all things Heather Osexual. Are you excited to talk to Heather? Yes, I am excited to talk to this theatrical theme end. Um, she is fierce, she's beautiful, and uh, let's go to break so you can hear from her. She's not a Christian! Bye. Bye. All right, welcome back from the break, y'all. We have 
an incredible guest today who, look, they are about to leave to, where are you going right now? To Edinburgh? I'm going to Dublin, Ireland. Dublin, Ireland. (laughs) Not Edinburgh, Scotland. uh, Dublin, Ireland. I've actually been there before. It's it's really cute. Um, uh, But we have the incredible Heather O'Sexual. Hi, how are you doing, Heather? I'm good. I'm drinking coffee at this fine hour of the day. I'm doing yeah, good. And, and uh, where where are you right now? I'm in a I'm in a nice closet um, that I decided to do this podcast from. But I figured, you know, I belong in here. Um, so this is where I'm staying. It's like a very um it's a it's like a it's like a sound studio with all the cloth on the wall we love sound studio um it could be anything you could a do fashion a house in here fashion house yes it's yes. not even my closet <laughs> yeah you broke into the house you're I, <laughs> I broke into someone's house period i said well, i said i only need to borrow this room thank you <laughs> you've got the door barred there's cops outside Speaking of, uh, speaking of, well, this transition has nothing to do with what I'm about to ask, so we're just going to scratch it. Um, I want to know, how did you find yourself in the art form of drag? Oh, God. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Um, I guess, well, uh, when I was a, a little wee baby, um, I was always, like, inspired by uh, Hannah Montana. <laughs> and then after Hannah Montana came, um, uh, I got on YouTube in like middle school and found like season six of Drag Race. Um, and I was just, I think I saw Courtney act first and I was like, oh, that's a man. And then I was like, oh, I want to do this. Um, and then next was Alaska Thunderfuck. Um, and I was like captivated by like, their art and drag and I said that's something I want to do um and then after high school I just kind of like got away from home and then like made it happen amazing this this would be a moment for the fucking soundboard Miami um but (laughs) (laughs) don't you dare soundboard shame me bitch wow I thought something froze because it got really quiet. And then I was like, if I have to re-say all of this. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, yeah, I actually want to know a little bit more. So I feel like when I first heard about heterosexual, like you just kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, I yeah. think I, for, I, for, I first performed with you and I heard about you through the Jonesboro scene. And then I think you've been performing mm-hmm. now a little bit more kind of in the, the Little Rock, that kind of area. Yeah. So how did you find yourself in Jonesboro? Like, how did that happen? Um, well, I started, I did Cherry Pop in Little Rock, um, like two years ago now, whatever. Um, awful. Like, I was awful. (laughs) Um, and I, like, made it, um, I think it was, like, the Halloween show. They, like, picked me, and, um, the next episode was, like, the finale. So, when did the finale, I got, like, second, and then... I think my first show in Jonesboro was actually Miami. I think it was the show we did at Cregan's, I think. Um, and yep, then, I know the one. The, it was yep. the spooky show, right? Or the alternative night? Nope. 
it was like the whatever house of whatever show. oh yep <laughs> house of redacted <laughs> got it got nice. it <laughs> um it was that that the house show so i did that and then um i didn't do a whole lot in little rock because i think i was like kind of scared they really wanted me to do fresh fish um at sway and i did not feel ready or prepared and so i was like nah. um and i was young and like i just wanted to like I guess be with people that I already kind of knew so like I kind of already had met certain people in the Jonesboro area and then um I did the spooky competition pageant thingy um but it's been very off and on just because I've been in school um and I've been balancing like theater and drag um so then after that performance the spooky ooky thing um I think everything else has been like Little Rock-ish more, but like I try and go out when I can when I'm in either city. Yeah, I was also there at that show that the the House of Eminence, I think is what it was or some, some, That's some, what it was. Like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember it was like supposed to be Awful, this- Dangerous, gross, disgusting, <laughs> should never be promoted. <laughs> Stop. supposed to be an alternative night moment it actually was I liked I liked because I got to meet you I got to meet um Jacqueline whose drag name right now is escaping me but Hazel 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 Kant yeah yeah such a nice person and I, I got to meet someone else Demona I think is their drag name I don't remember um but I got to meet some pretty cool people and you were definitely one of them and I I remember when I saw you I was like fuck my entire life i don't get why i even try to do drag but i'm gonna no seriously you you are really fucking you won you won the spooky pageant (laughs) i I was your runner-up i was second place but you deserved that you were like theatrical queen making your shit i loved it that was cute sorry i'm playing with a box in this closet i got really distracted it's fine. We're boring. Um, speaking of theatrical queen, you yourself are very immersed into the world of theater. Uh, tell us a little bit about about that, and tell us about um, you know kind of your next big move and how theater has is helping you get there. Uh, that's scary. Um, so, yeah, I've been on a roller coaster. <laughs> um, I guess like what I just finished is I did a. Um, a like my senior capstone final project um and i knew that i wanted i'm I'm really interested in how to fuse my theatrical career with my drag career um and like bringing drag into places that it's like normally not and so i knew that i wanted to bring drag on to my university campus before i graduated um and i haven't got the chance to do that yet so i was like oh this is the moment so i actually I went to the National Theater Institute this summer or last summer for playwriting and I got to workshop um, this like senior capstone there and then I like refined it and put it up in November at the University of Arkansas at Little Rock Um, and it was basically like this 15 minute like visual narrative is what I call it um, to Kim Petras music. Yeah, how spooky. Um, and I re- I'm really inspired by like the witch trials and 
like weird shit I don't know and um I just kind of focused on like this idea of crucifying like oneself and becoming like what society thinks you know queer people are like these weird creatures or monsters whatever I'm super inspired by like villains um and then kind of like crucifying that mask of that self to become like what you really need to become to be like your true like authentic self but yeah and so um that's kind of what I've been working on recently with drag and theater but then like outside of that I went to New York and I dressed for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade um and now I'm going to Dublin for three months and then I graduate college um and I don't know what's next um there's like some possible job opportunities but I'm not gonna talk about them because <laughs> um, I can't. <laughs> but ooh, very exclusive. Ooh, well, I just like a don't want to jinx it, and the information's like not out yet. Um, and then the other part of that. Oh, is so that, you're gonna be on the next season of Drag Race? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> confirmed. Confirmed. I'm going to summer camp. Um, it's already casted. Yeah, you're <laughs> doing I'm, Drag Race UK or Dublin. Drag Race. Drag Race Dublin, <laughs> uh, season one. Put the filter on. Um, no, but uh, it could be like a touring thing, and I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to like figure out like how am I going to work on drag, and then also like I want to find like part of me is like I want to find a place and work on my drag, and then the other part of me is like I want to tour and visit the world and like travel around and yeah, it's like two weird thoughts what you do is you like prepare like five or six outfits and every time you go to a new place you reach out for bookings in that area and no one's ever seen those outfits you just don't post them online and uh, do all do the same numbers in every city you go to and it'll be great no one will ever know no one will ever know just never i won't have a social media presence right all more well, the reason all, all more the reason people will think uh summer camp Right, exactly yeah just it's it's a it's a a double win um i do want to know you know today's topic is all about balancing drag and uh, is that today's topic before i start what what did we decide the topic was there was like three different ones yeah i don't think we actually decided um i think we could kind of talk about all three i so the the topics at which one we want to start with Let's talk about, we've kind of already kind of started talking about like this idea of spooky Either. drag. Yeah, tell us a little bit about maybe your drag aesthetic and- oh. <laughs> What aesthetic, what aesthetic. <laughs> right. Actually, you've been turning out the looks. I saw some of the pictures from that um, drag brunch that you did with Holly Matrimony and, and Puff Queen. It looked super fucking sick. Um, that brunch was so fun. It looked um, really fun. Also, like the most money I've ever made. So if anybody needs me for a brunch. <laughs> Girl, brunches are where the money is at. It was brunches. so good. Those mimosas really got people, you know, giving you the dollars. Actually, they, uh -huh. they give you they give you 20s at a brunch. It was very good. And it also it was like organized really well. Um, it was at the fold. Yes, like the fold. It's a little taco bar and an old gas station here in Little Rock. Um, but it was organized really well and like tons of fun. Um, but yeah, uh, that, my aesthetic, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, kind of the idea of like spooky, spooky drag. Um, like, 
spoopy spoopy drag spoopy I, well i think i just wanted to be different i wanted to be i wanted to be unique um that's where it started like i was like i don't want to i don't want to just be on stage like twerking to beyonce like that's not my gig and like i respect all kinds of drag but i for me like i was like i want more and i think that also just comes with me being like a theatrical queen i guess and so i just kind of like started in this weird punk spooky direction and then i just like stayed on that course and like met tons of people along the way that are like take this off take that off and change this and change that and like i'll book you again or whatever and every october honey the messages i get <laughs> um or like oh i need to book you for october but i won't book you for anything else hmm. but i think like these past few like past few months i have kind of been like playing around because i haven't like really been like quote unquote pretty aren't we pretty um and i kind of just been playing around with that and like it is kind of crazy how much more attention I get if I like look quote unquote pretty <laughs> versus like spooky, spooky, cookie, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. And I just enjoy like dark things. And I think like now that college is almost over, I just want to like focus more on my brand, I guess. Um, and like figure out what my like look is. Cause I am, I do enjoy like being dirty and punkish and crawling around on the bar floor but I'm also inspired by like fantasy shit and like witches and I kind of want to dig more into that and just kind of like get better at turning looks honestly same same for me I, I want to get better um at turning turning looks uh yeah what are some of your like spooky drag references that you have oh god I don't know I'm really I guess like um this isn't spooky but I'm as far as like punkish wise or whatever, like I'm really inspired by like 80s rock bands and like kind of like the gender fuck of it all. And then I love horror films and like blood and stuff. Um, as far as like queens, I don't know. I was, okay, T. I was inspired by a certain house who resides like in Florida and, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Girl, don't eat. Look, we are going to get into that. Don't go there. Actually, go there. Um, you can go ahead and name names because I beep everything out. Yeah, we bleep names okay, here. Period. So um, it's the house of and I was really inspired. I, I was I am still inspired by that was a huge reference for me when Dragula season three was that three or two, three. I don't know. Can't keep up. But I was really inspired by her. And then I followed like someone's account related to like and um, they like blocked me. And then at the time um, got messaged and was like, hey, like what happened? Like, did Heather do anything? And said something like, we don't fuck with copycats. Like it's not cute. And I was like, all I did was buy some horns from Amazon. They're $20. Anyone can get them. And I put them in a wig. So like from that point on, I just kind of was like, I don't want to say I realized the name of the game, but it was like, okay, if I'm going to like be inspired, I'm going to be inspired by myself or by like other things that aren't strictly like queens. Like I'll be inspired by art or by things that I see because I don't want to idolize someone because it was like I was totally rooting for like <laughs> during Dragula and then 
like that happened and I just kind of like lost respect because I was just like if it was me on such a pedestal and some mediocre queen from Arkansas was wearing some horns I would not get mad <laughs> I would be like oh cute like they obviously are inspired by like this spooky drag and like I don't know it just kind of like changed the way that I look at like my art and other people's art yeah I will say it's kind of bullshit to me like not to like harp on this but I do think like this person was on a televised show people are going to be inspired by them by their art people are going to want to emulate the thing that they're doing because it really is good and it's amazing and like instead of like how different would it have been if instead of blocking you they said wow I'm so glad that I inspire you I want you to take these horns and really make it your own you know what I mean like like give it like I don't know it's bullshit the that, that that was the reaction because again like I, I would love if someone tried to, I mean, I don't know what my look is, but, but uh, besides having, besides having a beard, but like, if I could inspire someone to want to look like me and they ran with it, like, fuck, you better work. I'm, I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. And I, and I hope you make it your own. And um, yeah, so that's bullshit. But now we have heterosexual coming into her. Now prime. we have, yeah. Now we have heterosexual coming into her prime, trying to figure out how to make the horns her own. <laughs> Um, <laughs> everyone wears those Maleficent she's she's the originator of the horns man. Oh, every time I wear those fucking horns people are like who are you Maleficent I'm like okay I'm tall and I'm wearing horns they're not even the same but okay do you typically paint yourself red or is that because I feel like when I think oh. of other sexual I think of I think of the red look okay Woo, great yeah um I well, okay. <laughs> so, sorry, <laughs> this is really funny to me. Um, I, w- when I posted that, what, last February? It was during COVID. Um, and I did a virtual show. Um, and I was like, oh, I want this to be my thing. Like, uh, I want to be different. <laughs> and um, so I did it. I, I suck about posting on Instagram. I suck about it. Suck about it whatever I suck you know. at it you know yeah. we know we all do it um and I haven't posted the look since but I've definitely worn that red bodysuit out multiple times um <laughs> and yeah I kind of wanted that to be my signature so I'm so glad that that's what you think of <laughs> because it will be making a comeback but I also want to make like I want to try and find ways to which and this will come with just like growth and shit but I want to make it like not just like the red bodysuit from Amazon. Like I want to find ways to like like make it different, make it unique, zhuzh it, whatever. Yeah, put some blood on it. A little poop put stain. Some, put some poop stain. Shit on me. <laughs> not shit on me. Um, well, speaking <laughs> of shitting on you, um, oh, I yeah. do want to know. You talked earlier about some uh, girls that have been on a certain TV show. Um, I do want to know: Would you ever go on Dragula? <laughs> why did I sound like I was crying um (laughs) yeah yes I would but like I feel like um what am I trying to say it people have been asking me this like and I feel like it's a drag queen thing like whenever people see drag queens it's their like first thought like are you going to drag race are you going to Dragula and I'll do it when I'm ready um but like yeah I would do it do I want to staple myself not really yeah, no, that's the thing. I actually, I love the show. I love the artistry that comes on that show. 
I would love to compete in something like that. And I don't think I could because I, I guess if the whole, if part of the idea of the show is to like overcome your fears, I don't want to. I would rather be scared. I would <laughs> I rather be scared to. to staple my body. I would rather be scared to be inside of a box buried underground. I am not interested in overcoming my fears. Well, so I, I'm a huge like Boulay Brothers fan. Um, and I listen to like their podcast all the time. And so like with the piercing extermination, like they weren't expecting the girls to go that far. And like, they're not here to like hurt you. You know, like I get it. And this season, like the exterminations have been actually like pretty fun. And they talked about like, because it's COVID, like they wanted it to be more fun and not as like scary. They also had to follow like COVID protocols. But the one, the girls got put in a, in a, like mm, a vacuum, like what is it called? Bag. <laughs> they were basically uh, like a, a vacuum sealed piece of steak. <laughs> yes, they were suffocated. And I was, and like, I thought they were dead. Like <laughs> the editing, like I was like, someone's about to die. Um, and they're going to be like, hmm, everyone was harmed in the making of this TV show. Like I was like scared. And I don't know. I mean, I probably could do it in a moment. But like sitting there watching it, I'm like, Drag Race, I could lip sync for my life for $100,000. Dragula, I could be suffocated for $100,000. <laughs> but it's, it's punk. It's cool. I could do it. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I'm not, I'm not a punk. It's actually really funny. I remember when I first started, and it happens even now, just the fact that I have a beard, people think oh, that yeah. I am alternative. And like, I would not say that I'm an alternative type of person. I'm pretty vanilla as a drag performer. And so it's just interesting that people just associate me with being like a spooky alternative queen because I have a beard. Yeah, I, well, I think I, well, I think when, you, when I met you, like we did the spooky thing together and I was like, oh, we're spooky bitches. Like, I don't know. That's what I always like. For some reason, I always align you with like, different but I, I get that I'm not alternative in my like daily life I'm very like my most listened to Spotify genre is pop <laughs> yeah. all the pop um but like I don't know what it is like then I'm like attracted to everything like punk rock in like fashion wise or color palette wise like with drag so it's like this I guess alter ego that makes sense yeah Miami would you ever do Dragula yeah, here's the thing about fucking Dragula, bitch. Uh, first of all, let me address the elephant in the room. I was gone for a minute. Someone was at my door. Anyway, um, would I do Dragula? Um, no. Here's why. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I could get on the show and I could do it. I could I could do like the challenges and stuff. But when it comes to the exterminations, bitch, send me home. I'm not doing it. I relate relatable. I don't do bugs. I don't do roaches. I don't do snakes. I don't do spiders. I don't do sharks. I don't do bears. I don't do electrocution. I don't do piercings. I don't do tattoos. And you don't do drag. And I don't do drag. <laughs> I don't do drag. I don't do drag. Fuck, I'm out. Take the wig off. I'm going home. Period. Uh, also, here's my question: Are the Boulay brothers brothers or lovers? Lovers, or both? You really don't watch the show, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, they're, they're not brothers. They're a, yeah, they're a couple. And oh. honestly, like couple goals. Like I would love to have someone who's like on the same creative wavelength as me. Right. It's giving twins take over the world. Well, they do look alike in drag. Like they wear the same thing. 
period. Well, if the Boulets ever want to come on the pod, you're more than welcome to. We They're have a, so welcome. We have a lovely spot right here. And um, for $1,000, I will let you put a single roach on me. That's it. Not the single roach. That's, that's all I can do. Okay, I don't think I, I could. What would be the worst extermination for y'all? Like, what is something that you could never do on the show that they've done? Okay, I'm going to have to think for a minute. I can answer this. I could not be buried, like, alive. I, 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 I wouldn't say that I have claustrophobia, but I, I just couldn't. I would, I would have a, I would full on have a panic attack. I could not be buried underground alive. I couldn't do it. I would be fine with getting bugs. I would be fine being pissed on. I would be fine. Maybe I could be electrocuted. Look, but that's what. No, the, wait that's a what, minute, bitch. Who pisses? Where wait, is it extermination or a kink? Well, it, I think part of the idea, oh, at least I remember from the first season when they were buried, they put fluid down like the okay, tube. I don't think it's pee. No, but Come I think on, it was to like fluid to simulate. Tube. Fluid tube. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Wow. I'm not being buried. It's the point. Pissy okay. Christmas, Ruru. Ooh. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I always think about if it's, if I have to cause pain to my own body, I think that's where I'm like, I couldn't do that. Like, one of, uh, one of the exterminations was like stapling dollar bills to yourself. And I don't think I could ever bring myself to like, click the staple. Like right. if someone else was, if someone else was doing it to me, maybe just cause like, I could be like, okay, go ahead, do it. Um, but myself, I don't know if I could make myself do that. I would never do the episode where they made them get tattoos. They didn't get to pick the tattoo, right? I don't remember. And they, don't, remember. And they don't. And they don't get to pick where it goes. Ex- yeah, I, I, that's what I thought. I couldn't remember how it went, but I would never. Here's the thing: I don't have a single tattoo on my body, and I've always wanted one. I'd want the first one to be super special, and like oh, have yeah. meaning. And if I got a picture of just some bullshit from <laughs> the Boulet brother, like if it was like somebody's just asshole like, on your thigh right just like a fucking gaping hole on my arm <laughs> i would literally be like i what can i turn this into this looks this doesn't look like a flower it's a sleeve it's a rosebud right <laughs> a miami rose there there, miami rose. there, there it is honey There's wow me. well oh speaking of rosebuds and assholes we are going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to be answering some viewer questions i'm so excited to dive into these it's going to be sickening so uh listen to the commercials give us some coin from that ad revenue and we'll be right back here on are we pretty things can get a little chaotic but don't let our shenanigans scare you from listening to other podcasts featuring x is a chill and laid-back music history and pop culture podcast the host josh and dj dive into the music industry's most interesting and unlikely collaborations from genre-bending juggernauts to global icons. Whether it's collaborations like Dolly and Kesha or even Nelly and Tim McGraw, Featuring X is sure to feature something for everyone. So if you're wanting to listen to something more relaxing and still entertaining, listen to Featuring X. You can find Josh and DJ on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Links can be found in the description of this episode.
If you're anything like us, you probably like to get a little stoned. And Bling by Foxy is here to help you get your fix. Bling by Foxy specializes in crystal customizations and luxury upcycling. Whether it's Chanel shoes, a gown, or even your favorite clutch, Bling by Foxy is here to give your fashion choices all of the sparkle they need. So if you need to commission someone to embellish your fashion with Bling and sparkle, contact Foxy Scamazon. You can contact Foxy on her Instagram at thefoxyscamazon. That's T-H-E-E Foxy Scamazon. Or you can find her on Instagram at Bling by Foxy. Links can be found in the description of this episode. All right, guys. We we are back. Um, what did y'all do during the break, my friends? What did y'all do? I finished the cup of coffee. Um, I... Great. She had to think about it. That was a long, long break. Wow. Yeah. She took I ran a outside. Broke. I broke, yeah. Wow. Well, speaking of breaking things, these questions are breaking my my heart and soul, and I cannot wait to answer them. Annalie, do you want to read the first question? Yes, I'll read the first question. That's French for question. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, language lesson. Okay, so here's here's the question. If a movie was being made about your life and you could choose the actor or actress to play you, who would you choose and why? All I want to say is, who would play her? Who, who would play her? <laughs> who would play her? Wow. I don't have an answer. One of you go, because I've never thought about this before. Yeah, I actually have to think about it. I think the person that would play me is that bitch from Scary Movie. Anna Ferris, I think it's Anna, Anna Ferris, right? Yeah, Anna she Ferris. would play. She would play me. I feel like she would do justice to my character. Um, <laughs> I'd love to see her in clown makeup, like you know, just full bozo the clown walking around a gay club. I feel like that'd very much be me. And then out of drag, uh, who would play me out of drag? Um, probably Anne Hathaway, like someone just like you know, gorgeous, pretty, uh, talented no flaws bitch i don't know Pro- uh, actually wow. honestly probably an ogre can play me out of track yeah. shrek <laughs> shrek is shrek. your bio. <laughs> right look i it wouldn't make sense but here's the thing i fucking love scream the movies because i love I too i love sydney prescott she's one of my favorite like final girls and just such a good character for scary movies i want nev campbell to play me i don't even care if she doesn't look like me i don't care i don't care i want nev campbell to play me it's just her in a beard yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just her with like a very bad like a beard quiet every every scene <laughs> yeah and, yeah so that's my answer nev campbell i love that oh now i have to answer ew yeah. right can i just like since everyone thinks I'm trying to be Maleficent and drag, we'll just be like Angelina Jolie. Work. Um, <laughs> but I love her. Um, and like out of drag, it could, did y'all ever see Salt, the movie with her? Salt. No. It's okay. She was a spy, but she had this like um, prosthetic makeup where she like went undercover as this man. Anyway, she could do that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love that. Well, um, if too. any of these celebrities hear about this, uh, feel free to reach out. We are casting currently for um, an autobiography. It'll be great. Uh, yeah. Reach out. 
Speaking of reaching out, this next question is reaching out deep into my mind. Yeah. Um, if you had the ability to stop physically aging and still live like Tuck Everlasting, I, I've never seen that, but I'm assuming it's good. Uh, what musical. age would you choose and why? Can I go back in time? Yeah. Oh, I'm if you had 21. Mm, my well, 21? I'm... Answer why 21. Oh, why 21? <laughs> yeah, uh, why? That's that's like, you know, well, maybe I should. Uh, what, uh, when does the brain stop developing? 25? Maybe I should oh, I say, it, it's either 21 because that, you know, that's like, the i'm a theater major don't ask me those questions 21 is like the last birthday that you have until you're like 30 that's like super fun and important do you know what i mean like who fucking celebrates their 27th birthday do you know what i mean like well, what about 25 i feel like well here the thing is 25 i feel like that's the age where your brain stops developing right so yeah. maybe that's yeah. the best maybe that logically would be the best place to stop aging but i mean my skin was the most flawless when I was 21. I think I'm going to have to agree with your answer, but I'm also currently 21. Um, so I've never experienced anything older. <laughs> so, I'm, <laughs> so I'm like, I don't want to go younger. Um, and I'm excited to be 25, not going to lie, because I feel like that will be a nice, um, I know who I am and I can just like live and, grow between 21 and 25 but I think I would say right now because I enjoy I enjoy where I'm at yeah I'm gonna say when I was 23 I'm I'm 32 now so both of y'all can fuck all the way off Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but uh 23 for me and when I was 23 is when I came out and it was probably the most confident that I've ever been in my life. Cause I was like, look at me taking on the world and like being real with myself. And I was fucking everybody that I could. And I was drinking, uh, no, um, seriously though, 23 was like, for me, it's also probably the closest that I ever was to actually having abs. Um, so okay. 20, 20, yeah, 23 for me, it, it was, it was probably my most favorite year too that. Cause I was, I was in grad school. I was on my own. I was really figuring myself out and it was just a really fun. It was a really fun age for me. I can't wait to experience that. <laughs> I had to mute the mic because Alex was literally dying in the background. I have I have my phone on speaker on speaker and he heard you say fuck both of y'all. He just <laughs> lost his fucking mind. God, that was funny. Oh, okay. I'm gonna I have to mute again. Work. I have to mute again. <laughs> Someone's at the door. Someone's at the door. Um, well, I don't know. I'm just going to go ahead and ask the next question. Everybody answered, right? Yes. Yeah, we got it. Great. So here is the next question that we have. What is the best, most comfortable shoes to drag in? Who asked this? We don't know. We never know. What to drag? I feel like I'm on Jeopardy. Um, what is (laughs) the best shoe to drag? (laughs) To drag in. To drag in, what I shoes are the say, most comfortable? I would say, for me, I am most used. Well, I broke this pair of shoe, um, <laughs> so I have to buy new ones. I jumped off a table, and I think that's when I broke the seam. Um, but it's like my platform pleasers that are thigh highs. Um, those, those, those are com- most- those are comfortable. 
Those, yeah, they're okay. The ones that aren't a platform that just go like this, people at home can't see, but um, those make my toes hurt and I don't like the way I walk. And then my ankle ones, I feel like there's not enough support. And so when it's a thigh high and it's a platform, I know how to walk in them and I know how to move. I can be on my knees and it not hurt. <laughs> and then, yeah, I don't know. Those, those are the ones that I would always wear, but now I can't because I broke them. Yeah, I have two answers for this. The first one is, it may be like an obvious answer, but in the drag world, we have uh, what's known as like a little a pussy heel, a little pussy cat <laughs> grandma heel. Mm -hmm. um, those are amazing. They're like an inch tall. Uh, it's basically a flat. You can uh, do anything in those. Um, they're really it's comfortable. It's like a character so. shoe. Right. Yeah. It just gives a little bit of a, a little bit of a, but you know, not enough to, not enough to wear at a pageant, but if your gown is not touching the floor, put on a little boot scoot and you'll look great. My favorite type of shoe though to wear is one of those little ankle booties. Those to me, they give just enough grip around my foot. It's not like a heel that you just slide on. I feel like I could not do shit in like a normal pump. I have to have a little bit more of a grasp because my foot is so like dainty and and womanly. Mm. Um, <laughs> ooh, my size tens. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm twelve. I, I, <laughs> oh, it's you got really a hook, hard. It's hard to find shoes for my feet. It drag is uh, homophobic, no, for real. Um, but yeah, I feel like a a boot like that, like just like an ankle booty. Those are my favorite to wear. And especially if you can find one with like a chunky heel. And now they make them, I guess it's like a stylized uh, heel where it's like, it has the, the bottom of it isn't flat and smooth. It's got like the little ridges in it. It's great. Oh my God. I have a pair of those. Mm. Bitch, I, could, I could run track in those. Like they are great. So yeah, maybe if I can find them, I, they're somewhere in my, in my bags. I, I might post what they look like for anyone that's, for anyone that gives a fuck about having nice shoes, I'll post yes. them. And they were like $10. When you announce this podcast airing, just post a picture of your ankle booties and no comment. Right. <laughs> right. That's it. Right. Listen to find out what we're talking about. Exactly. Well, what about you, Annalie? Yeah, I think my answer is pretty much going to be the same as yours, Miami. I think a little kitten heel is uh, like probably the most comfortable um, you could really do anything in them, um, but I don't like the way that they necessarily look for a look. Um, I also love like yeah, a little boot. Ugly. Yeah, I like a little a, a little booty, a little boot type of thing that has a chunky heel. I think those are also very comfortable to like dance and move around and and do stuff in. But honestly, my favorite type of I just like like a normal like pump. I feel like they're they're classy, they're sexy, they're fucking fun to walk in. I love walking in a pump. I just love it. I'm going to be really honest. I'm pretty sure the only shoes my feet have touched for drag are the three I listed. So I need to try a pump and a little ankle booty. <laughs> Look, an like, ankle booty will get you together. Well, I it's have like a, little, a little ankle pair from City Trends that were like, I wore those till they broke. Um, but yeah, I haven't tried, I haven't even tried like a little simple pump. Anyway, that's fine. You gotta get I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna try a tennis shoe this weekend. <laughs> I'm gonna try Crocs. Thank you. 
You can embellish them. You can put little toys, little things on them. Did you know they make Croc heels now? Stop. (laughs) Stop it. Not in my house. Well, we have one more question to go. And this one reads, who is a guest that you would want to have on? Now, this doesn't really apply to, <laughs> to you, Heather. This doesn't you apply still, to me. You can maybe, still, uh, maybe, you maybe for Heather. Who, yeah, go ahead. Annalise. Maybe for Heather, it could be like, who is a guest you would want to listen to? Yeah. Period. For me, I would love to have RuPaul on the show. <laughs> I would love that. You know how I like, I feel like it'd be so iconic. Or Michelle, one of them two. I don't know. It's just be like they've met so many people. They are um, probably the most well known bitches within the drag community now, at least currently. Uh, and I feel like that'd be a really cool insight to have someone who has seen drag through such an elevated eye. That would be really cool for me. So. Uh, RuPaul, if you're listening, call me. This is hard because I have three people and really, honestly, there's no one of them that I would want more. Um, oh, wait, no, sorry. There's two people that I, I would want. Um, I don't know why I said three. Uh, one is Bob the Drag Queen. I fucking love oh. Bob. And they ha- Bob has a podcast and it with Monet Exchange. And it is so good. Monet's also very, very good. Um, but fuck Monet. I love Bob. No, I'm just kidding. I love, I love Monet too. Uh, but Bob, the drag queen is definitely one. And then the second person, honestly, Alaska Thunderfuck. I love Alaska. I came into my prime with like really loving and wanting to be interested in drag because of season five and specifically because of Alaska. I love her voice. I just love, oh yeah, she's, yes. I can't even do it. I can't even do it. So Alaska or Bob. Oh goodness. I think, okay. So recently I've been really Okay, not to like, I was listening to the podcast today, actually. I was like cleaning or something. Um, and I don't remember the girl's name, so don't read me. But she like is in Chicago now. Um, and Touché, touché. Yeah, yes. And I was like, oh, this is cute. Because like, I didn't know who she was. <laughs> um, so, I, well, like not in like a bad way, but like, you know, like the local people like love listening to them. But it's like, not that I already know everything about them, but I'm interested in like unique perspectives, I guess. And I'm also interested in like the people who have gone through the reality TV circuit. Um, so I'm not gonna say like RuPaul or Michelle, but like someone who has an unbiased lens maybe that, that has been on like the cast of either like Dragula or Drag Race and could like just kind of, speak on like what either reality tv has done for like their career and like how it's affected them and like their experience on the show yeah that's my answer i don't know willem could also be really fun i like i would love to have willem on i feel like i feel like she'd be so fun and uh you know she's been to arkansas a few times like i've I've met her in person and she's she's been i forget how many times she's been to sway i know she's been there quite a bit yeah, uh, she's really chill. Maybe we could get her on the pod. If uh, you guys want to hear us uh, attempt to get a Rue girl on the pod, um, sound off their in the comments. Blow or, yeah, Twitter inbox. Tag them. Twitter tag them on. Uh, tag them on all of our socials, and hopefully they'll. Somebody will want to join. That'd be sickening. Somebody well, will be like, "Aren't we pretty?" <laughs> they would be like, "Are they um, stupid?" Um, well. <laughs> This is the end of the pod. 
uh heather is there anything you want to say before you go anything you want to plug anybody you want to talk shit about uh <laughs> <laughs> sorry the last part took me off guard um <laughs> um um i don't have anything to plug because this is like coming out when january <laughs> um something like that yeah uh i don't know what's going on in my life then so uh, no socials i do have socials so i'm uh i think facebook is like my name is hetero sex because they wouldn't let me put sexual <laughs> um and then my tiktok is heterosexual but the e in sex is a three and my Instagram is heterosexual. And then my Twitter is also heterosex. Um, that's me and stay spooky. Ooh. Well, guys, this is the end of the pod. I want to thank everybody so much for listening. Annalie, is there anything you want to say before we skedaddle? Um, thanks for being here, Heather. I so appreciate you doing this. I'm so excited for you and your ventures in Dublin and mm-hmm. To see what comes from that. I know you're very nervous, but, and I imagine you're also very excited. Um, you could always reach out to Scott. He is actually about to leave to go to. Uh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, he's going to Finland for. Josh should yes. try and connect out there. If, I don't know how close I those know. are. But... I don't, I don't know either. I'm also really nervous because I do want to take drag. I know we're ending this, but I do want to take drag and there's a possibility I'll be with the host family. So we'll see how that turns out. <laughs> well, <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having Uh, me. Yeah. Well, guys, this is the end of the pod. Remember that you can send in questions to our email. All that is at the end of the pod. Make sure you listen all the way through for that. I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you so much for the support. We've recently got like a ton of support for the pod. It feels really, really good. So thank you all for listening and sharing and sending in your silly little questions. We love you and we will see you all next week. Bye. 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 Oh shit. Run! <laughs> Thank you for listening to Are We Pretty with Annalie and Miami. If you would like to send in Q&A questions or to contact us, send us an email at arewepprettypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow Miami on Instagram at Whoa, it's Miami. And you can follow Annalie on Instagram at Annalie Dreams. The music featured in the intro and outro is produced by Evans Beats. Thanks for listening, and we will see you soon. Stay, Stay pretty. pretty.